0: As you guys can hear, I have a good friend of mine on this podcast. Before I introduce her, I want to go ahead and say thank you for joining the Movie Bugle podcast. You can follow me on my Instagram page at The Movie Bugle. I like to post different topics that I'm interested in anytime I release a new episode. I like to post it on there and reach out to me. Let's talk. Let's engage on there. And thank you guys for joining and tuning in. And let's go ahead and get started. Like I mentioned, I have now... She's been on a few episodes before, but if you've ever heard any of the music playing, um, I've switched it up a little bit recently because I'm just trying to have variety, but she's definitely... Uh, a major part, you know, she helps out with my edits sometimes, and she gives me pointers and stuff like that. Um She's an up and coming mu- music producer in the LA area. The one and only Kiki Grace. What's up, Kiki? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> How was that introduction? Was it okay? Yes, of course. Oh, okay,
1: you know, cool. I love, I love to hear my praises. Well, said, you, know, you know, listen, <laughs> we
0: gotta, we gotta praise. You know, <laughs> we gotta give the flowers when the flower. I don't want to wait until someone is being put into the ground to give them their flowers. Get, so the you know, and honestly that's that's what this episode is about so it's we're we're in the middle of pride month and you know kiki is a wonderful ally to the community and i wanted to say that um I told you guys before I had a whole layout of everything and I was just trying to think of like different episodes that I wanted to bring to discussion this month because I wanted to dedicate each week to something within the Pride community and stuff like that and you know Kiki and I were roommates and yeah. I stumbled into her room one day and she was watching stuff on the CW and we just got to talking and she would not stop talking. You know
1: what you're not going to do is put me <laughs> on blast like that what you're not going to
0: do. But it was good though because I was like this is a whole podcast episode like it really is so (laughs) i was like you know what just stop we're gonna we're gonna wait we're gonna reach and we're gonna channel this i want you to say all the stuff you just said again and we're gonna talk about this so i wanted to talk about black queer representation in television we don't see a lot of it and the one thing that she mentioned to me is and i'll let you explain but the one thing she mentions me is she was so proud to see one black woman. At the forefront of television, and two seeing black queer women, uh, queer women being represented. So Kiki, let's talk about these shows on the CW because you know I stopped watching a lot of CW shows a long, <laughs> period of time ago because a lot of it is not given, unless it's like All American or you haven't started their spinoff show All American Homecoming, have you? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, okay. You know, it's 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 good. It's cute. <laughs> it's it's giving cute. But you know, um, but you've been watching. You know, you've been catching up on some of the cw shows and you were very impressed about representation so like what's what's been what have you been watching what's been going on
1: okay so uh you know with the pandemic and everything everything took a beat took a break so i know for me i lost contact with a lot of shows because this whole break allowed me to work on music a lot more you know but you know we're here i'm getting back into it catching up on all these shows and uh one of the recent shows i i really caught up on um those black Lightning oh my gosh i didn't realize how good that show was until like i started watching it again i was like yes yes it's it's the black it's the black for me it's it's the it's the melanin it's the melanin
0: it's the melanin Uh, 100 (laughs) um
1: but one one thing um and this is what we were talking about uh previously was uh we don't see a lot of queer black women being represented at the forefront it's usually like something in passing or something uh, you know, just just as a fill in or whatever the case may be, but we never see it like fully represented within the TV show. And you already know me, like I, anytime any type of love, you know I'm here for it. So like, if you, <laughs>
0: period, right? Is we don't really see a lot of black women, strong black women leads represented in general. So that's already a win within itself, and we don't see black queer representation. You know, at the forefront as well. We, we're we getting to the point where we see queer representation in different mediums, but we don't see a lot of black queer representation. And there's a a specific black queer representation that we're going to get to in a little bit. Oh, but, 100%. Um, but to actually have a black woman and also a black queer woman, you know, at the forefront is really, and you said this is on Black Lightning?
1: This is on oh, the first the first portion is on black lightning. But okay. then it also moves towards uh I mean, just like the show you just mentioned, All American has mm. it as well. Um, and then Batwoman, you know. Uh it's it's that's a crazy situation, crazy topic. We'll get we'll get to there. We'll get yeah, there, yeah, we'll get you there. Know,
0: you know, It's all good. <laughs>
1: no. Um, no, but I mean so you know, catching up on all these uh CW shows and I guess like what me catch up on everything was the fact that you know they had a lot of crossovers and you know crisis on infinite earths and everything else like that and i wanted to catch up on everything um but you know as as i was watching black lightning um that's when it really i guess really hit me like um you know uh the character nessa nessa pierce uh she also plays you know also known as thunder Played by the beautiful Nefessa Williams. Not um, Nefessa. Well, you know, you know, you know, you know, you gotta be throwing it out there. <laughs> um, but no, um, you know, she's one, uh, or, you know, one of the first black openly lesbian female superhero heroes on TV. Like, when is the last time you've seen a black superhero? female superhero hero i can't even talk today lord it's okay the, um, heroes, the heroes period yes um but on like on tv she's like a Shiro. it's amazing to see and she's very confident she's she's bold she's fierce she's outspoken she loves her family she has all the qualities like a, a black woman has and that we are known to have you know to be to be strong to to be, uh, to be, you know, that that loving and caring type of person within the community, and she holds all of those things and still represents as queer. Like it's it's normal, and I I think a lot of people keep forgetting that it's a normal part of life. It's 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 normal. Well, we're, we're, we're it's people. a normal
0: part of like womanhood and black womanhood because you know black people, just for the longest time, especially black women, has this stigma about them about being a bitch or being you know the angry black woman and it's i think it's i think it's sad because every other i would say every other race can speak up and say things about themselves but uh whenever a black woman does it or whenever a black person does it it's oh you're being feisty or you need to calm down and we don't we don't see the strong confident black woman written in television and movies all the time right. Because they, they They will come off As the angry black woman So it's nice to see Like a confident woman Who's able to Carry herself The way that any White male counterpart Can do Or any white woman Counterpart You know We've had super like Supergirl For the long period Of time And I used to rock With that show And honestly And this is This is no shade On any TV show Because I don't even Watch Black Lightning I don't watch Batwoman I don't watch any of that Because I've just Gotten over the CW shows just in general, but I am very proud to see representation still showing up on these screens. So I think it's really important that we do showcase these types of women, you know, whether it's on the CW, whether it's the TV in general or movies, because confident, strong, proud black women do exist.
1: Absolutely. 100%. 100%. And that's, um, that's one of the, the things I really do respect about the CW and um and the shows that they're representing because it's not I mean Black Lightning is not the only show that, you know, they've shown any type of representation. Um, you know, as I said, All American is another one, you know. Um, which
0: character are all American again? Uh, oh, duh. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> duh. <laughs> but even then, but like the nuances between um oh, what's 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 her name? We
1: got Coop and the yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Who who else is on there?
1: Uh, it's Coop and Patience. Coop and Patience are the two. Are but like, they're, 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 together. they're
0: they're together. Yeah, they're together. Yeah. So I'll, okay, okay. So Coop and Patience um, on All American, obviously they are you know teenagers in high school and stuff like that. But I would say that there's different nuances. Just because you are queer, that doesn't mean you're the same person, right? Correct. So Coop and even Patience is very different. I'm assuming from the characters that are in like Black Lightning. Very
1: much so. Yeah. And and, and it, and it presents like a different uh representation like um you know not to downplay all-american but all american is more so like on you know it's 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 another story Not, I, I'm again not to downplay it because it's an amazing story if you haven't watched it please go watch it it's really really good um however the reason why black light like shows like black lightning and batwoman stand out a little bit more is because it's a part of the superhero world the dc world um where a lot of these characters are run by you know our white counterparts and it's not again there's nothing against those um those characters those characters are are made and they were they were um you know they definitely hit a mark within you know a lot of young kids growing up they were again they were heroes to a lot of these kids growing up you know myself included However, you know, it's something different. It hits different when you see yourself or somebody that looks like you on TV. It's completely different, you know. So for me, um, just just heading back. I'm sorry. T- I'm sorry. Like Black Lightning was no like, You're amazing, good. You oh, That's exactly why look. we're here. <laughs> but like, you know, with uh, with Black Lightning, like she, you know, her her character was everything, and the fact that she was bold and and. I think what what got it for me is that there was a whole black family that embraced her you know what i mean it wasn't just like uh, a partial thing or she's and you know um just trying to keep it to herself or it's just between her and her friends like they truly embraced her from the beginning you can tell like the love and you know th- that they had and support that they had for her and for me that that's also like oh i like that i like that a lot but um I think that that was just another element for me that i just truly enjoyed and not to say that cw is the only one that does that um you know just kind of briefly uh you know kind of uh talk about la's finest i know um you know with uh jessica alba and uh gabrielle union um uh the the character uh Union plays sid sid barnett you know oh, yeah. Uh, yeah so you know like the but they uh you know they, that's another queer character you know she's bi but I
0: didn't know that yeah it's just so like... they they must have changed that up from well well i mean they did address it because she was falling in love with um Will Smith's character in Bad Boys too. well they're not falling in love but they were like together but i guess that's a a new thing that they uh, i guess set up for the TV show
1: probably more than yeah. likely yeah okay but um either way like that whole that whole situation was uh pretty dope too to kind of see them touch on it but um yeah that 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 was pretty much it um I, so
0: i think that's pretty cool because her um i don't want to say like it's not daughter-in-law but like her daughter um dwayne wade's um um Zaya, trans Ziya Wade, Ziya, yeah Zaya yeah, yeah, yeah. trans so Uh, male to female trans and they've been very vocal and supportive and outward supportive even though like you know people in the community uh black community just people in general you know are very divided about you know the trans and that's a whole nother topic but i like i think that i think it was really nice for her to take on that role and i think it shows like outward support of her daughter so i think that's really really cool she did that so i didn't know that she was bisexual in the show so i mean mm -hmm. does it add any any like gravitas to her character like does it add anything to the story or is it just there
1: you know what i think it adds a little bit of both it's just it's it's there but at the same time it does add to her character because it kind of uh, just shows a lot of things that she's still hiding, mm-hmm. um, and within her character, and a lot of things that she's still trying to confront. Um, so it plays with her character development. So it kind of it kind of plays in both. You know, it is there. Like for us, like it's there yeah but at the same time it does play with her character de- um it plays into her character development and that's like the amazing part of it too because you see her blossom throughout the show um
0: yeah so i think that one thing the reason why i asked is because sometimes you're gonna have like a trope character whether they're gay whether they're black whether they're woman you know um and they're there just because to fill out like they're there to check a box they're not there because it serves a purpose it's not part of their storyline. It's not part of development. So that's why I was wondering, is it we're going to make you a bisexual just because we're trying to check out like <laughs> the diversity box? Or is it like this is going to play into who your character is and development, which for a lot of people, you know, not just black, but, uh, just just in general, but people who are in the community, they are still struggling with themselves they're trying to struggle with their identity they're trying to struggle with the acceptance of their family and their friends and even like themselves so i can i commend that of her for bringing that on so that's really really cool
1: absolutely absolutely you know she's always been one of my favorite actresses anyway <laughs> it be like that but right. no um you know but you know that's that's what i meant to say like i just wanted to point out like the cw is not the only one doing that i just see i see the cw doing it a little bit more like pushing that a little bit more and that's why like i really wanted to highlight that and that's you know but um on to my um uh, my new viper show <laughs> um so for those of you who have not seen batwoman on the cw uh, i'm just gonna let you know right now it's gonna be a lot of spoilers so <laughs> i'm just gonna let you know right now you want to pause it right now go watch it or at least like if you want to listen because i'm gonna go by season so if you want to listen to one season or you know watch one season then come back and listen to it whatever you want to do but go watch it it's like an amazing show literally my new favorite show right now. Oh, but <laughs> what you're not going to do is judge me.
0: It's, I'm not judging.
1: The lies. That's okay. This man is judging me. Don't don't let him fool you. He is judging <laughs> me heavy right now and it's okay.
0: I'm only saying it because I mean they did cancel. The, uh, uh, don't please. Uh, please,
1: but, don't please don't but break my heart. But it's okay. Oh it's gosh.
0: you know they did what they needed to do for their three seasons. Uh, HBO Max <laughs>
1: if you are ever listening to this. Netflix if you are ever listening to this please renew the show. Please if, just please renew the show. It's,
0: it'll probably go to HBO Max first uh, but I mean because that's all part of the same i would say division but we'll see okay. hey
1: one of one of them one of them you, you never together. know one shows have them.
0: been canceled and brought over they they just did it for i don't i don't think you watch it but um they cancel all rise no, no, I don't watch that one. um so all rise was i think was on cbs and then now it's on the own network oh, yeah so okay. own and with the help of like Tyler Perry And I know they are both affiliated Well Tyler Perry is more affiliated with BET Because uh, he doesn't have his own network Network yet I think But own obviously is Oprah um, But yeah they they have been picking up a lot of like Canceled black shows and bringing them over there And giving them a, a, a space Especially if there's a petition for it So you never know you may see Batwoman over there If there's an audience on OWN But we you know
1: I mean I really hope so because. But uh, what what yeah so you.
0: Tell it's me why you like show. Batwoman.
1: Okay. okay, 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 okay. So, y'all y'all don't judge me right now, okay? Because y'all, I, I can see the judgment through, through <laughs> this whole entire screening that y'all haven't heard yet, okay? But, no, um, the reason why I say this is because um, this show has literally almost everything. Okay, so I've always been a big fan of Batman and all his underlings i should say so like robin batwoman batgirl um uh what's uh terry mcginnis is the one that played batman batman beyond right uh the cartoon like all of that so like i've always been into those like extra like bat stuff and Mm -hmm. mainly mainly because like yeah i know a lot of people like say something about you know oh he's rich he doesn't have a superpower he doesn't have this but it's because he doesn't have a superpower and he's still badass that like come on now like that's everything I would um, say that
0: I've I I've been a fan of Batman because of his Rhodes Gallery. It's because of his his um villains. So I I definitely like the Batman world, but I like the Batman world more for the villains like Joker and Penguin and the Riddler and you know, Bane and Catwoman. Well, even Catwoman's like you know, she's like an antihero. But I, but I understand. So we're in we're yeah. in the same vein. We're yeah. In the same so, vein. um, uh,
1: I know Batwoman. I only appreciated because you know, like it was just nice to see like a female superhero. So growing up, it was it was like that for me. However, this this particular representation of Batwoman was on a different level. So, for example, in season one, um, you know, it they came out swinging with a whole bunch of like. Uh, a whole bunch of issues The LGBTQ+, plus. I'm gonna just say family y'all I, I can't be doing that every single time So I'm gonna just say family, they came up with the family issues Um and, you know, uh, it was played, the the character's name is Kate Kane, played by the talented Ruby Rose. I know she's an icon already. She in was community. in uh, Orange
0: New, and Orange, New Black, She right? surely was, and yeah. e- had
1: every woman in America fiending over her. <laughs> Friend, like, hold on. Had me questioning myself. Hold on. Right. Um, but no, like, uh, she, you know, she definitely portrayed uh, a big representation of, of that character. She, like, embraced that character. Um, and, you know, uh, in the show, Kate Kane is is uh, is a uh, family and uh, she's you know, she's very open about it. And she it was unapologetic about it, her character. And you already know how she is in real life. You know, she's the same way. She's very unapologetic about it. So I kind of love how they just incorporated all of that together within the show. Um, you how know,
0: did, how did Batwoman get introduced? Because I know Batwoman was one of the spinoffs from the crisis on like Infinite Earths, right?
1: It's the one before
0: that. Well, I forgot what that one, But yeah, but yeah. when they all came together, so yeah. she made her appearance in there. Mm-hmm. And then from there, she got her own TV show. Yes, Okay. So that's cool. exactly how that was. Because I, I did see that. I, I did, because like I said, I stopped watching Flash and all of that stuff, but I would watch those big crossover e- events because I was like, okay, let's see what's going to happen. For the most part, they were cool. Um, But I did like the fact that they brought in Batwoman so we could have some type of Batwoman universe represented you know within this whole universe thing so absolutely yeah
1: absolutely i was i was definitely here for it um and you know i i also kind of like the fact that they didn't didn't go with the traditional batman um not to say again i love me some batman however comma (laughs) like (laughs) i'm I'm really glad that they went this route you know um it's a different story a different storyline different story altogether and i think Um, you know, this is one of the superheroes that don't get represented enough and I love it. Um, But yeah. uh, So, you know, again, this is a spoiler session. Again, you got warning number two, it's a spoiler (laughs) session. So, um, you know, so, uh, so Kate Kane, uh, you know, is, is, is growing into uh, the Batwoman character and everything else like that. Um, Kate Kane is Bruce, Bruce Wayne's cousin and um you know she kind of reintroduces herself back in back into her family after some time away um but in doing so she comes face to face with uh her ex who she used to date um in college and they had a falling out because um uh the girlfriend who uh the character's name is Sophie Moore played by Megan Tandy um She They they went to a military school So they had strict rules Trust me I understand that I went to a military school too Shout out to the Citadel Not really But anyways um. (laughs) Not the shout out But not the really afterwards Dang But uh, If you've been there You know exactly what I mean Um, But no Like uh, They had a falling out Because uh, They got caught You know Right before graduation And uh, Because of one of the rules It was you know You can't really You know Mess around like that On campus And so it got to the point where they had to choose. They had to choose whether to say, you know, I'm not gay. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm just here to finish my degree and kind of denounce the relationship or move forward. And Kate Kane being who she is was just like, nah, I'm not about that life. I'm who I am. We shouldn't have to be ashamed. And uh, Sophie was just like, nah, friend, like, I love you, but nah, I need a, I need my career. So fast forward a few years later is when Kate came comes back and they, you know, she, re- she reunites with her dad and her family. And um, Sophie is now working for her dad and for a security company. And so, you know, they're seeing each other quite often. But the thing is, is that Sophie is now married to a man, but still in love with Kate. Like from way back when, and mm. so like feelings arise and everything else like that. I won't go into too much detail on that because it it I will ruin the storyline for you again. These are spoilers, but I'm not gonna go into too much depth. Um, but you know all that type of stuff and like you know um, she stayed married to to him pretty much the whole time. But you know man's ain't stupid. He was just like, um, so what's between y'all two? Right.
0: What's go What's the team? like? What is what's this going on? What is
1: this? Did y'all? What what, what is here? You know. Right. Um And, you know, it is what it is Um during that time. And, you know, just the growth of Batwoman and everything else, Uh you know, while Kate is trying to figure out her love life, her uh, social life, everything, what she wants to do back in Gotham, like everything, everything like that.
0: Now, how hard did they lean into the actual like love stories or was it like obviously we've seen like, you know, the whole thing with the military school. We've seen like, you know, them fall in love with each other. Um and then we see like her married to a man later on. Like, was it? Did you feel like it was very like shallow? Did they go like a little deep, or did they actually explore it and show like real representation with it?
1: They actually explored it uh, like really well, actually. Um, and played that push and pull of the whole entire love the love uh, side of it. Obviously, there's another there's another uh, main storyline, and that goes between Kate Kane and her lo- long lost sister, who later becomes a villain mm-hmm. known as Alice. Um, and so, like, that's that was, like, pretty much the main storyline. But the, the the love story between Sophie and Kate was still, like, relevant. And you can even see it, like, from the time, you know, you know they, you know what they're going to throw in, the hero saving, you know, the person that they love at some point. So, um, you know, she would... Uh, so, you know, Kate, as Batwoman, would, you know, save Sophie a few times. And because of that, you know, because of that persona and everything else like that. And, of course, at the time... Sophie didn't know that uh Kate was Batwoman so you know it became like oh this is this chick this chick fine like hold on maybe she she's saving me and stuff let me just you know but so they played on that chemistry and I really 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 enjoyed that so they didn't like throw it in your face like all the time again because there was another storyline going on but it was definitely relevant because it happened every episode where some type of tension happened some type of look or you know interaction or something happened throughout every single episode so that was that was pretty dope to watch
0: i think that's interesting because you know a lot of times when we get the okay we're going to give you representation but we're not going to really give you representation you know what i mean like we're going to give you representation (laughs) but it's going to be definitely yeah, so we, they know we know they're gay, but we're not gonna ever see them kiss. We're not gonna ever see anything. I'm like, no. If you're gonna listen, if you're gonna have a TV show and everyone else is hooking up, I want to see some of that hooking up too. Like, know. you know, like I, I, I love to show like give a space for everyone like give a give that space so that's why i was wondering like was, was they like really into it or was it like you know shallow how do they handle that so that's really oh, no cool. no it's
1: it's definitely definitely deep um even they had like a nice little steamy kiss on top of the rooftop you know all of that stuff you know it's funny
0: that actually reminds me of um uh how to get away with murder and with viola davis's storyline with i forgot what was the uh other professor no. The, oh, the lawyer name. About. She you played Jean about. Grey in the in Here the O.J. right. Here she is. she's the only Jean, Jean Grey. Grey. No, yeah I'm she's... playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> I mean, but no shade. Ooh. But she's she played the original Jean Grey and the only Jean Grey that only that matters. Ooh. But um, but no, like she had not the exact same thing, but it was very you know it was very similar. She you know, if you haven't seen, um, how to get rid of murder, it's been on, it's been out for a while and it's been gone for a while. So this is spoiler, but it is what it is. Um, basically, you know, she was married to a man, but, as the seasons went on they explored that you know she used to have a female love interest that she still very much had feelings for but was battling that and I think someone like Viola Davis in that caliber bringing it you know tackling that issue and not being afraid to show that you know really brought some weight to there's a lot of people out there who have those situations and those you know those circumstances those those situationships period <laughs> yes and um, I think that's really cool so I'm glad that they were able to show that i was trying to find because that name sounded very familiar the um uh megan tandy Mm -hmm. and i've definitely seen her before oh definitely she's been around she's been around for a minute yeah she's been around for a minute so i'm
1: pretty sure you've seen her face multiple times right so Um, that's
0: really cool so um they they had tension going back and stuff like that and um they um they had tension going back and forth And it was an interracial couple
1: It was an interracial, oh, okay. interracial couple See okay. I'm getting there I'm getting I know, there. No, know This you know, is right Because I was like Okay cool okay, okay, know, So you know. yes uh, uh, That being an interracial couple But you see that a lot In um, in TV shows Especially when it comes to um, You know Black queer couples You know um, You always see the interracial It's never I don't Okay Me I'm going to say me Because the the types of shows That I watch I don't see a lot of Black and black queer love don't it's very rare for me to see it um so in this case you know it was again it was cool like you know just see a little interracial interracial thing going on um and it was again it was a it was a refreshing reminder um I'm going to jump forward to season two praise the lord um so what's what um I'm not gonna oh man it's kind of hard I'm not gonna say exactly what happened to Kate but something happens to Kate and a new Batwoman is represented or is, is introduced, I should say, in season two. Um, and that uh Batwoman is uh her the character's name is Ryan Wilder. Played on, by Ryan. Yes, come on Ryan. Uh played by the beautiful Javicia Leslie. Um,
0: it's the it's Javicia for
1: me, I, I, and I'm here for it. It's like a whole mouthful, <laughs> and I'm here for all of it. I'm here for the extraness. I like, love it. When I say I love us, I love us, Ryan. Right, like, it is what it is. Um, but yes, uh, Ryan Wilder, played by Javisia Leslie, um, uh, whose character is also queer, and it's it's amazing. Like it's just like it went from one character to another. Um, and you know they just kept that same thing uh ryan you know ryan is a uh, a black woman that was raised in gotham but she was raised uh in the system um i'm not gonna go too much into her storyline right now i probably will say a little bit more in season three but um for right now like she she was raised in gotham uh she had you know a lot of run-ins with the law Um, And in this case, because Sophie was also working for the law at the time, she was working for the Crows, which is a huge security, security uh, company in Gotham. Um, And because of that, they also had multiple run ins with each other based on uh, based on like law, law stuff that, you know, happens and everything else like that. Um, Just a quick fun fact about that. Um, Javicia actually used this role to come out to her mom as bisexual. And I nice. thought that was pretty dope. Yeah. Was, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, um, you know, I I think in just paraphrasing here, I think she like was just like, I have nothing to hide from my mom. You know, my mom is we have a great relationship and I don't want her to see it on screen before I get the chance to tell her, you know, and I was just like, yo, that's pretty dope. You know, like the fact that, you know, they, they use this this opportunity and that, like that was that was in her early 30s. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's 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 crazy. Like, <laughs> um and i think we forget about that sometimes too it's not easy as a black person to come out to their parents especially the stigma within the black community
0: yeah it's it's not easy in general um unless and i i think part of that is because of the world that you are brought up in right so i feel like there are people who are brought up in situations where they from from the jump everything is everything right so they are more comfortable with being themselves i think just within the black community and those who are also in the black community who are listening to this you can definitely understand a lot of us grew up in church a lot of us grew up you know with parents with a certain mindset that anything that deviated from that um chris Mikiki, you're also um uh jamaican so you know oh, in, yeah. it, goes, in, it, goes it goes even deeper you know so jamaican caribbean parents in general have a, a deeper you know that is that is a no <laughs> <So>. <laughs> like you will be disowned right. you can be
1: you can be stoned in the streets like literally, people will, like if you i mean i know in jamaica like if you go into the wrong section of jamaica and like you are um that that you're just who you are. But some people just don't like that. And yeah. they will literally pick a fight with you for no reason. Right. Just because you you know, just because you're queer and just yeah. because you're family. It doesn't make that's a whole different story. Because you yeah. already know how you already know where I stand on exactly. that one. So, yeah. Um... So but I but I think
0: it's I think it's it's never too late for someone to choose themselves first. And I think that's how I look at it. And it's not necessarily it's it's not is it's not even always about sex. And I think that's the biggest thing that people like who don't really understand or who are not like an ally or a part of the community. That's all they see is like, Oh, it's just about sex. And it's not just about that. It's about choosing yourself. And it's about, you know, being comfortable with yourself. You know, like I, my friends knew about me growing up, you know, for like maybe last 10, 15 years of my life. But I feel like I've only recently come out just because I'm like choosing myself. So like her, Coming out to her mom in her thirties is not really surprising for me because it's kind of like you know there's a lot of people and you know, sometimes you go through life and you just you're not choosing yourself so that I commend her for doing that.
1: Absolutely, um, I, I, she, that, that made me admire her so much more um, as an as a not just as an actress but as a person as an individual. Right. Um, and I know that you know that became a a big, um, iconic you know thing for her her fans especially you know the batwoman fans who actually you know how people like to dig deep after the you know they start liking a character you right know? so i know that was like a big um a big thing uh when when people found out about that and you know i know some people you know uh use it as courage to come out to their people too so yeah. I'm just, you know that's 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 definitely big And uh, you know much love javicia much love to you much respect um, uh, you know, about, about the whole entire situation. Yeah. Anyways, back to the story. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know, uh, you know that the the whole entire her whole entire character isn't really uh you know represented very much. You know, and I know like in the beginning of the season she had like an ex that she was you know was messing around with and everything else like that. And again, it was another interracial couple. It was not, you know, it wasn't like a you know black on black type of situation um a love like love interest it wasn't anything else like that um but you know that was you know that was crazy but then also coming into Sophie's development like towards the end of season one she ended up um she ended up divorcing her husband or separating from her husband um because you know he gave her you know the, the opportunity to be with Kate you know type of situation um and you know she took advantage of that and the best part about that is that uh Sophie ended up coming out to her mom in season two which was um amazing because in in the storyline she is in her early, Sophie's in her early 30s as well so it's kind of funny how uh I don't know if it's funny or if it, they actually did this on purpose but if the writers actually took that storyline based off of what Javisia did like that was pretty dope too you know um for for, for a, a, a black woman in her early thirties, career driven, um, coming out to her mom, you know, that late in life. And that's and that's honestly that's dope. It's so I, I really love how they just incorporated all of that together. Yeah. Um, I mean
0: sometimes writers they do pull inspiration from real life experiences. Like yeah. I don't know if you remember like um in Glee um they pretty much wrote I don't think Kurt was an original character from what they were trying to, uh, they were like casting for, but Ryan said that once Chris Colfer, um, audition, he wrote Kurt. For him but he pulled a lot of inspiration about like stuff that he went through for current stuff like that so they so that actually doesn't surprise me that they probably used javicia's um experience to write that storyline in there so as well and i think it also makes it a little bit more authentic um i was going to mention this before when you were talking about um like like people like that in in TV shows and stuff. That it's it makes it that much more authentic to have people of of the community play characters in the community. Because I Absolutely. think one thing that we are we are tired of seeing is straight char- straight people playing gay characters. And I'm not totally against it, but I do want to see more like queer people play queer people and i think it's for the purpose of queer people not getting the the opportunity to be in these types of spaces as well so it's yeah. kind of like you can always put you know the brad Pitts or the the angelina jolie's inside the movies and have them change and play a gay character but let's bring up some up-and-coming great wonderful you know queer you know actresses and actors who can also play these same characters so i think that's really cool as well
1: oh no absolutely i definitely ugh definitely respect them for doing that too as um again like it, it's it's rarely it's rarely seen at least from again from my my stand standpoint,
0: No it's rarely seen view. it's not it's not a thing I'm just saying I'm just yeah. saying cuz you you know
1: you about his life right you be watching no, movies and TV shows a lot of really time it's really not
0: and that's honestly that's that's the reason why I I wanted to take a month and just highlight you know these types of shows and these types these types of storytellings because we don't see it like we don't see there's not a lot of you know Black and black queer couples in the forefront. You know, you'll see him as a side character here on there, but we don't see a lot of that. It's usually a lot of interracial. You don't see a lot of black queer, female queer characters. So I, it's you, you're not seeing it because it's not there. So. Espe- especially as a lead. Espe- like, yeah, as a lead. Especially as a lead. Yeah.
1: You know, so like I... I, I- <laughs> I say I'm obsessed with this show. I am obsessed with
0: this show. Even though it's canceled, it's right. go uh, ahead.
1: You know what? You just gotta ruin my dreams over and over. Y'all, y'all, please come
0: get him. It's come all right. Get just him. go ahead and just all you have to do is just send a letter to Oprah. Go ahead and you know tweet Oprah and be like, Oprah, you know, yes. and, you know, come on, on own. Can you go ahead and pick up the Miss Black Miss Black uh, Batwoman because clearly. Yes. <laughs> because
1: it's Batgirl magic, right? That part. Period. <laughs> um, uh, but no, but also what I uh, respected. I'm going to skip over a lot of the storyline because I don't want to give too much away for people who are who do want to see it or do want to watch it. But um, what I do love about the season two is that it not just only showed uh, two black queer women, you know, at the forefront, but it also like uh, put a representation on black issues altogether you know um they even had a, a portion of it where um there was a character uh luke uh he's played by Camris johnson yes sir um period um uh, he ends up being shot by an authority by an authority figure by a um law enforcement uh person um and this is uh one of sophie's uh uh, co-workers and you know, so she works with him and everything else like that. And honestly, that that brought up a whole bunch of social injustice amongst colored folk. And you know, I I, w- I was just like, oh, so CW ain't playing, Batwoman ain't playing, so they coming out with you know two main characters, two black queens playing, you know, playing a queer character. And then on top of that, you have you know um another black king over here getting shot and and focusing on a lot of the social issues you know during that time you know and i know like that kind of centered around a lot of the uproar that happened within the country
0: i was just about to say that when did this (laughs) when did so season two came out uh january 2021 so that makes a lot of sense that they probably used, you know, because we were in the thick of the protests and everything in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, so they probably used the stuff that was happening during then to write that storyline. So Absolutely. that makes sense. Yeah,
1: Absolutely. So uh, I'm, I'm really, again, it was, um, it was, uh, man, I, I really loved it. I just, I just loved it all together. Um, the black excellence in this season was just amazing. Um, you know, not to downplay any of the other characters because everybody did their thing in this show. Everybody everybody did their thing in the show. Um, but, you know, that was that. Uh, for me, it was just more so of, you know, the whole Wildmore, you know, because you're Ryan Wilder and then Sophie Moore, so, you know, Wildmore. Oh, God. So, uh, you
0: know- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. What you're not going
1: to do is judge me. I told you I love love. It's, I told you I love hey, love. You know
0: what? But you know, I was actually thinking, like, you know, it's you get the black excellence because I'm wondering how many black people are in the are in the writing room. Like, how many people are, are behind the camera? You know what I mean?
1: Definitely.
0: Like, you can't get authentic stories all the time from people who don't um, live in that world. I don't remember the exact quote uh, or the the story that Denzel Washington was talking about, but um, I don't know if they were talking about fences or whatever. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but he was talking about um, Steven Spielberg can direct this this type of movie, Martin uh, Scorsese can direct this type of movie. I, for, I forgot what it was, and I, I should know it, but the the point that he was making is is not about. Um, uh, experiences about culture like black people like I know what it feels like to wake up Sunday morning and, and like your mom is doing your sister's hair you know what I mean you know how it is to go to a black barbershop because you know your young your younger brother he used to go to the black barbershop and you 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 can hear the the clippers you can hear you can smell the grease you can smell the
1: burnt hair can, on you, Easter morning lord you can
0: smell what a barbershop you know exactly what a barbershop smells like Without even being in there oh, right? Absolutely. So that's culture So if you don't have the right people in front of And also behind the camera Then you're not going to get these black Excellent stories And you're not going to get this black excellent storytelling So you know Just like with you know um, that one character who got shot, I'm pretty sure someone was triggered from the events that happened in 2020, you know, brought it to the team and says, we need to write this in here. I want to tell the story authentically. Did it, was it, did it seem tropish or did it seem like, you know, very genuine? Did it, you said they handled it well? Like They handled it very
1: well. Um, You know, like when it, when it happened Um, and, and even like the story, the storyline after it, because there was a moment where Ryan had to stick up for um her place of business and um again I'm not gonna go into too much detail of how that happened but um you know she 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 now manages a business and so um you know the authorities came in one time to tell her to like lower they I guess they had an uh, an official event at the actual venue and cops came in and pretty much try to say try to say you know turn your music down type of situation when they literally were doing nothing wrong it's the same amount same sound that they have every day and everything else like that and they were just kind of literally just going in and she stuck up you know she stuck up for herself and was just like why like why like why are we getting picked on for playing music like you know and and it's 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 issues like that that i really really appreciated because again like I know me as as a black woman in this country in the USA, it's 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 different. It hits different. You know, I may be Jamaican, but I can still identify as black. I still know what it feels like to be black in America. You know what I mean? Um and so to see issues like this and to see to see black women be being strong and unapologetic and true to themselves on a TV screen is Everything and it and it doesn't just feel like a character, it feels like a real person doing this, and that like sh- literally shout out to that whole entire cast and crew. I'm telling you, this is one of the reasons why it's not one of my favorite shows right now, if not that would the you know the one show. But it is the <laughs> one, you know, it's 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 up there because it, it, it played on so many different things, and again, like you know, as an as an ally, it's different, you know, it's different from my point of view, but like to see to see it happen like on screen, you know. For for the community for the family, period. Um, but to see it happen on screen and then not on top of that to to show what it is like to not just be you know que- black queer but be black, period. Mm-hmm. That's huge. You don't. It's like in mo- most places they they pick and choose. Oh, you you want the queer or do you want the issues? Because we're not giving you both. You got to pick one and, pick, yeah. and, and and or or the other. You that's a I mean?
0: that's a real thing. Like I i i remember uh sorry to cut you off but that i remember um when we would go to marches in uh, uh, 2020 in the thick of everything um it was it was um i would look up different marches and they had to make sure they would say black lives matter black queer lives matter black trans lives matter Definitely. because unfortunately a lot of times you know even within the old black community it's one or the other. You're either black or you're gay. Um, you, you can't be both. Um, and it's sad because even within the community you get, you know, marginalized and you you can get, you know, um criticized or you can get, you know, chastised as well. And and not even just like with race, just even within the queer community, like, you know, there's still like racism there as well. Like you can be white gay, you can be black gay, you know, and it's it's so it's that's very unfortunate um so yeah I'm, I'm glad they handled that well i'm glad that they brought it up i think effective storytelling is is essential and you can get the point across by doing stuff like that right so you can you can tell an effective story as long as um it's authentic and as long as um is done right and it's tasteful. You right. know what I mean? Like it can be a really rough story to tell. Like Precious. You know, don't it's wait. a very it's a very rough story. Like I don't just sit down and say, oh, let me watch Precious, right? But I feel like it's a story that was needed to be told because there's so many kids who have gone and grown up in the, in this country who have who have that story right? right um of molestation of having children you know too young because of molestation abusive parents and stuff like that so it's a necessary story to be told not a not an easy one and it's very uncomfortable um so when you have social injustices you know it's uncomfortable to have these conversations because it sheds a light on an issue
1: definitely, and, definitely. I, and i think
0: that you know it's that's what movies and tv shows are for um it's good for entertainment but let's also talk about some issues as well so i'm glad that they brought that up and i'm glad that they did it right
1: oh absolutely 100% 100% um and you know uh you know i, I remember them uh, having an interview uh, about season 2 and they were just saying oh yeah ryan and sophie will never hook up type of situation but then enter season 3 <laughs> enter season three friend okay so and then this is where like the whole uh uh character building for both um character can't like characters come together and instead of you know uh just being okay you got one queer character one black queer character over here another one over here like they're actually putting them together and for me again for me i have i don't see that very often it's very rare that I see that um so I remember like watching like season uh not sorry season three episode one then episode I said Ooh, is something happening between them?" because they they giving these other looks Ryan and like and it, uh, one thing I neglected to say is that they were enemies in season two they hated each other again because uh Sophie was a part of law enforcement and uh, Ryan she you know she was on the wrong side of the law just wrong place wrong time majority of the situation but she didn't like the law mm-hmm. you know because of the how she was treated so they were enemies and then comes season three and they're just like you oh.
0: know it was it was sexual attention that's it was, all it was no,
1: period well, I'm, oh i'm getting to that <laughs> i'm getting to that hold on just hold on to that thought hold on to that thought but you know um you know this is where uh and this is you know i, I talked about this previously this is where her uh uh, ryan's background comes into play a little bit um as i said she grew up in the system she didn't really have she didn't grow up with her parents um but now she meets her birth mom and that's thanks to sophie because sophie actually looked up her birth mom for her um uh again spoilers so if you reach this far and you haven't figured that out by now i don't know what to tell you it's telling um, y'all,
0: because at this end, the spoiler is gonna be in the comment section, or I me mean, in the title, or the description. I should say of this, so, so you're fine.
1: Period. Um. So, uh, you know, just everything else like that. Um. So she finds her birth mom, and it's like a, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing now. Um. And you know, with her character development growing, with you know, um, you know, learning about her mom and learning about uh, like a different side of her and trying to, um trying to be the person that she is i'm not gonna give away this this portion of it because it 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 ties into her growth and development but um uh you know it that potential for two beautiful queer black women to come together i said oh yeah so we'll see like uh, when it comes to like um episode three was one and like you just so you really just saw things like heat up from like episode three and like from all like all the way down the line but you saw the the, the tension build and build and build and there was even a portion um obviously at this time Ryan, uh, uh sophie figures out that ryan's batwoman so uh ends up being a part of the team and everything else like that but there's uh there's this one scene where um they start flirting with both of them in the batmobile like so so sophie's on comms and batwoman is in the batmobile and they're over here like going back and forth and so you know you got uh you got batwing uh which is also uh luke um the guy who got shot in the previous season mm-hmm. he he becomes he to be batwing um, and so he's looking over like, are y'all flirting right now? You know, I can hear you. I am right next to you. I'm sitting in this car right next to you offering a flirt in front of me. That's how, that's how you're going to do it. Um, but it was the funniest thing to me. Cause I was like, Oh, okay. So now something's going to go on. Something's going to go on. And like later on, like, um, the, the character development with everything else moving towards, um, you know, I think episode nine is where everything changes. I'm not gonna say what happens, but episode nine is where everything changes. And it just, it's for that, for that to happen to get to that point it was just like yes finally you know what i mean and they uh, what i really liked about the writers this season is that they built that tension so much where it was just like you were rooting from that like for them for every single second every single second of every single episode and they built that tension so well and i really loved it um and of course like towards the end of season three you know they they got together they finally um did they have still have a couple obstacles to overcome and i'll allow that to happen but back to what you were saying earlier um you know having that long tension from from the beginning mm-hmm. so it turns out that sophie had a crush on her since she was arresting this girl oh friend how you checking somebody out when you arrested somebody
0: hey it be like that sometimes
1: Fred, Fred. okay but you know like overall that that's that's pretty much what it is and uh, like just just an overall bigger picture of what what I was trying to get to. Like the CW definitely changed the game when it came to that. Um, they were very unapologetic about it. They were very unapologetic about it and i love every single moment of that the fact that they embraced it and then you know they literally ran with it and not just represented it in just the character development but it represented it within our own like personal lives and stuff that we feel on the day to day and i think that's what i loved about it the most And I like literally. I will go ahead and watch this whole entire show all over again. (laughs) (laughs) I love
0: a good binge because I do that all the time. I go, I'll go watch a show again, all over again. So I love it.
1: It's funny because I only watched the show because I wanted to know what's happening. Crisis on Infinite So That's it. But it turned out to be something. It turned out to be something different and something that I truly, truly enjoyed. So kudos to the writers, kudos to the directors, the cast, everybody, the crew, everybody. Like. 100 percent. hats off to you like i definitely enjoyed that um and again that's the, that's just one of i think i think the the bonus for me is that it was a super hero it was you know she was a she she's a hero. yeah you know and um that that's you know you don't find that especially like in the bigger the bigger names of um of uh you know the comic book uh characters you well know? I
0: mean so they're there. Um the, I think the issue is is a lot of times um you have like the tropes, you have the typical so you have the Supermans, you have the Batmans, you have you know the Spidermans, you have the stuff that came out in the in the beginning, right? and then as time went on they had to reach a different audience and stuff so they these characters were written out there and then uh comic books are still being written today and characters and storylines are going to evolve right they're going to evolve with the times And they're going to uh comic books back in the day used to entertain children not just from uh like a a childish standpoint but also they would talk about real issues they would talk about and they were also like like metaphors as well like x-men you, you know, there's a lot of metaphors to the X-Men and the wider society, right? Like from um, social injustices and, you know, all these different things that they would mention in there. So these storylines are in the comics, you know, that woman in the comics is, is a lesbian. And I think what we're seeing now, and it's unfortunate because we're seeing these stories started to be told and the mainstream audience is not ready for it they they still want you know you know the captain america the superman they, they still want that they don't want something that like diverse like i was even thinking like with um with WandaVision, you know wanda you know wanda and vision has been around for you know since age of ultron so since 2015 right so they're now getting their own show but in the comics their children one is gay one is bisexual so i think that it's but I, I personally don't think that the mainstream audience is not. I don't think they're ready for that. I don't think they're ready to see it because we, we got Wicked and Speed and vision but they're still children. You know what I mean? But if once they age them up to teenagers, they are gay and, and bisexual. So people had a, a, like an up war with Eternals and you know anytime we mention anything America Chavez was bisexual um, you know and they didn't really show it they only had like a pin but they had her moms on there and it was a very subtle thing but you know people had their up war so I do commend the uh, CW I, uh, Warner Brothers for being bold enough to tell these stories and Warner Brothers is really they're more edgier anyways like Marvel was gonna play it safe you know and they are becoming a little bit more edgy now but warner brothers their storytelling just in general is going to be a little bit more edgy so they're going to take this on um and if you are a fan of the source material you're not going to have an issue with it and the only people who are real they will have real issues with it is those who don't know source material like you can't be mad at this show for representing a black queer woman or just a queer woman in general when that's the character it would be a disservice to the character in the comics this you know to make her straight because she's she's lesbian in the comics so um, I'm I'm happy that they're doing it more, but I think that we're gonna start seeing it more and just diverse. It is, you know, I don't want everything to be gay. It's just like I don't want everything to be straight. I want it to show a real representation of how the world is. Whether they're gay, straight, whether they're non-binary, whether they are asexual, whether they're an alien. You know what I mean? Like Not uh, alien though, right? Hey, listen, if you green and you walking around, hey, we we cool, <laughs> we we good. You know what I mean? But. That's that's what I want. That's that I think that. So I'm I'm really happy that they they showed it very authentically and their storytelling was very authentically as well. I, I I like that.
1: It's it's very much so. Again, if you guys haven't watched it, please just just give it a watch. Um from again from the first season, they uh came out swinging, swinging talking about family issues. And I'm I'm definitely here for it. Um again, uh, like kudos to ruby rose too she kicked off the whole entire thing you know she definitely did her thing in season one um
0: i think she she chose to leave right yes yeah i yeah. think it was i think she chose to leave
1: yeah i don't know i don't know the the specifics about it but i know she said it was it was a lot it was taxing to play a lead character and probably um, a superhero and, yeah. and, and
0: and on top of all of the the queer stuff we're talking about there is still the superhero element of the show yep. so it's it's even though this is this is just one corner or just one lane of storytelling for these shows the, there's a whole super ele- there's a whole superhero fighting bad guys putting on costumes probably you know she doesn't have powers but i'm pretty sure she's jumping off of buildings and stuff like that and everything so i'm pretty sure that would that could be a lot for a person um i was actually thinking about um i don't know if you you saw Luke Cage right Yes. So, remember in the first season with um, Shades and the other uh, the other guy, I think he was uh, I I don't I forgot his name. I think it's it's like I'm a, I know I'm a butcher it, but it's um, uh, Comanche. Oh, okay. I know
1: who you're talking about. I'll,
0: is that his name? I don't know. I I'll okay. probably butcher. I probably butcher it. Um, let me see if I can. Let's see. That's that says that's his name right there. But anyways, um, so um, the reason I brought him up is because this was a very different version of queer representation that we don't really get. That's true, too. Um, You know, if you haven't seen Luke Cage and they didn't show anything, but it was implied. And I understand this reason of not showing anything because of the circumstance behind it. So shades obviously is a main character. Um, I forgot the actor's name, but I, you know, I, I I like his work, but he used to be in jail and you know there's a whole life about whatever happens in jail stays in jail especially if you are there for 10 20 years you, you got to do what you got to do right so um he come out of jail he has a life for himself now and then one of his previous jail mates um comes out and starts working with him and i think it's like sort of like his bodyguard and stuff like that but you find out that they were a couple in in jail and the the other guy that came out of jail still had those underlining feelings like he was like we could still be together like i you know like we were something special to each other um, like while we were in and shays was just like you know you know that's that's the life inside that's not you know life out here and but you can tell they had a connection with each other um and i always appreciated that Um, This was Netflix Marvel. This wasn't Disney Marvel. So, and this was a little bit more edgier on Netflix, but I appreciated that storyline because it is a corner of representation that I feel like, a lot of people go through. A lot of people go through. Like, I no shade. There's so many guys out there who's done stuff with other guys, but would never talk about it. And that's that's a whole other conversation for a whole different episode. But
1: that's facts. Though. <laughs> that's facts, though. Um,
0: I, ain't,
1: I ain't gonna throw my male my male friends underneath the bus like
0: that. But there's there's, there's there's a lot, and you know, and, and and I I think that's a corner of you know of that of those people that you know. I'm glad that they showed that. So I'm. I, I like the fact that we are getting these types of representations um, shown on on TV. Uh, hopefully we get it also in the movies as well and have everyone represented. You know, that's that's my theme of this month. Representation matters not just for one type of person, but all types of people. And I think like you you said this before, it's really nice to see someone who looks like you on screen. And I, I think that brings confidence, you know. You know, I, I love superheroes and so I can always look at any superhero and say like my favorite superhero is Spider-Man, you know what I mean? But up until recent years, we've, we've always had a white Spider-Man It's not until Miles Morales was written into comics that, you know, different people of color can see it uh, themselves as Spider-Man, you know what I mean? And they haven't shown Miles on live action stuff. We have, you know, into the Spider-Verse, which is an amazing film, um, but it's animated but you know it'll be nice to see like miles like but but, you know hopefully we'll get there eventually but what i'm saying is like it's nice to see yourself on screen so that's why when black panther came out it was a huge and monumental thing because this was the first time in a mainstream movie yes we have blade yes we had other movies that came out back in the day but those movies didn't have the weight that marvel has now right absolutely and what black panther brought to the table now and you saw you know, not just little black, you know, black men, but you all saw black women being fierce and, you know, showing up representing it, you know, walking around with shaved heads and being proud. Like when Okoye was like, get this filthy thing off of my head, I died. Right. <laughs> like, I was like, I she, love it. she was like, I don't want to wear this wig, like this colonizer <laughs> thing. Like, what is this? You know, so I'm I'm really happy that, you know, even though the show is not on air no more, um, but I I you know, I for those of the fans who are are a batwoman you know i do hope that they can pick it up and you know according to kiki's review of it you yes know, yes it, they should pick it up so absolutely um, any final thoughts on uh batwoman or even black lightning um do,
1: uh, i mean that whole entire series i think again i definitely applaud the cw um again because we don't we don't see that in you know, superhero much less on TV, but like in a superhero form where they are they are a forefront of something where the community within that universe looks up to them. You rarely see that, and that's such an amazing thing to see and to to work with and to look look up to. Like, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm a woman, but at the same time, I can dream too. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I wanna
0: I wanna fly. Right. Like, I wanna listen. Like, hold on. <laughs> hold on.
1: Let me tell. Let me tell y'all. So y'all look, Nefessa, Javicia, Megan. If one of y'all just need, just need an extra, just an extra in the background, just let me know. Just let me know. I'll be there. I'll be there. Just, just that's call funny. Me. Just call me, girl.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's really cool. Um, but yeah, so I I wanted to highlight, um, you know, the CW has been around for a long, of time, and I'm really happy that um, they have this type of storytelling on there because a lot of people look at the CW as a joke and um and this is this is not me coming for them this is just me stating the state there's there's been a lot of tv shows on the cw that's been recently canceled and stuff like that so like even for myself like i stopped watching a lot of like the the arrowverse shows and that's where both black lightning and uh batwoman have you know spawned out from so i um i'm happy that there's like good storytelling and good quality storytelling on cw so absolutely
1: absolutely um but that's i mean that's pretty much it i, I um I mean there's there's always there's always the 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 quote-unquote acceptable black excellence right where um we can be fierce but we have to be a certain type of way you know we have to um you know be the strong black woman all the time we have to you know what i'm saying it's always i know i know I'm, i know you and i have a similar um you know growing uh, environment growing up but um you know always making sure that you go to church making sure that you find the right spouse all of this going on uh, you know getting together so to see to see something like this where like you literally can be yourself you can literally be yourself you can literally um be strong but be you you know what I mean, and I think that's that's a great thing to represent. And again, I'm I'm focusing more on the, you know, black woman representation because it's very rarely seen. But you know, there there, you know, um, the guy who played Luke, um, Cameras Johnson, he played a strong black man in the in the whole entire show too. You know, he was a very big role in that as well. Yeah. So not to downplay anything else like that, but I'm just saying, you know, from my point of view, it's very rare to see strong black female lead. Characters, you know, uh, especially especially a part of, um, you know, the queer family, LGBTQ plus lord family, with family friend, because um, <laughs> I'm not gonna stutter on this whole thing, um, but you know, to, just to see that type of representation, and you already know where I come from. I love love, so like I'm always gonna root for y'all. If if y'all together, oh y'all
0: cute. Not I like, love love. I, I, like I that. do
1: I do. It's it's um. You know, that's something. I'll be like, okay, now you, y'all, yeah, y'all yeah, together. Oh, y'all yeah, gonna leave? Oh, okay. I just oh, want to sit. Gosh. okay. Like, yeah, no, 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 no. But no real talk, though. Um, I, I just really love that. I really love that. And I think for me, because it was so different and it was so bold. It wasn't like, oh, let me just throw this in there just to have a little bit of representation. No, it was bold and it was fierce and it was it was there. And on top of that, it was real. Like, i felt like hold on maybe i can play this character because i can go up there and do the same thing right you know what i mean but it was it was for me it was it it just hit different yeah it it, it hit different
0: it was it was authentic and it was um intentional absolutely so 100 that's that's really really good so well you guys have it um I'm pretty sure where where, would, where did you watch Black Lightning and Batwoman on? Is it on Netflix?
1: So Black Lightning is on Netflix um, uh, and then you can watch a Batwoman on HBO Max.
0: Okay yeah that, that makes sense because um, they're both, um, CW is a, is a Warner Brothers property and so is HBO Max. That makes sense. Okay cool. So if you would like to check out both of these shows, pretty sure to check them out on Netflix and also on HBO Max. Kiki, where can I find you online at?
1: Yes, you can find me at kiki grace music on all platforms so, okay you know twitter you know instagram and TikTok, and everything else like that so
0: and then i have to ask i wasn't gonna <laughs> i wasn't gonna i wanted to surprise you with this but is there anything that you're working on that we should be looking up oh for? oh my
1: gosh <laughs> <laughs> yes i am currently working on my album um which should be released by the end of the summer I am so excited to share that with you guys. So definitely follow uh, follow me on all uh, social media platforms for any updates and anything else like that. Um, it oh, It is such a dope project And don't let Justin fool you He on the project too
0: I was about to say I'm on a few songs <laughs> Y'all can hear me in the background Y'all can definitely, hear me Definitely Definitely
1: <laughs> I'm so excited to share it with everybody But this ain't about me It's is about your podcast No no no
0: it's, But you know but I wanted to shout you out So be sure to check Kiki Grace out um, She's dropping an album at, By the end of the summer Y'all heard it here first On the Movie Beagle podcast And uh, I just wanted to say Thank you so much For joining me on this episode today of Thank course. you This was your idea So I <laughs> I loved it when you were talking about it. So I'm glad we were able to do it.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for having me.
0: Of course. And be sure to check me out at the Movie Beagle on my Instagram page. You can follow me, like, share, you know, let's, you know, let's grow my audience. If you have any questions, if you have any suggestions for episodes you want me to do, send me a DM, send me a shout and I'll, um, I'll be sure to uh, reach back out to you. Let's talk about it. And until next time, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.